Hey, on this episode of Rogue Creators, we're talking about what, Lauren? Five reasons video podcasting is your new best friend. It is. Kick out the old best friend. You got a new one right now. Let's do this. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go RogueX. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. How's it going? It's going good. Good, good. We are talking about video podcasting today and the five reasons. It's your new best friend. Absolutely. You need a best friend. And if you already have one, you've got a new one. It's video podcasting, okay? And uh, we're going to break it down for you and why you should be recording a video podcast, especially if you are a business. But also, if you're just an individual podcaster, you need to convert to video. Yes. Is this a new thing? It is a new thing. And we're going to be jumping into it in just a second. But before we do, we like to start off with something fun. What is that, Lauren? We like to start each episode off with, what are you obsessed with this week? So, Brian, what are you obsessed with this week? I, big deep breath here. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, I enjoy documentaries. And there's like a time where I just have to not watch documentaries because it's all the emotions and all the feels and all the things. Okay. Right, if it's, if it's a good documentary. Uh, so I watched the one of Val Kilmer, that Amazon Prime video just released. If anybody has a while, you have to watch this documentary. He has, from the beginning of his career, he's just taken a video camera everywhere. So he's just documented everything, and then they've kind of put it all together in this, like, from when he started acting and when he went to school and, like, his early life, but then also all the movies like Top Gun and, you know, the Batman series and all these other video or movies that he went through. Anyway, he got throat cancer, uh, a couple of years ago and so has not been able to talk. And so it's like completely ruined his career. And so anyway, it's just like a, a very interesting thing of seeing somebody who's like extremely talented and you see how hard this guy worked to be where he was at. Um, and just all the things of like, he was Batman, but apparently he turned down the second Batman role because it wasn't like fulfilling for him. And it was very interesting. I is super deep, but then also talks about family and, and all the stuff that he's tried to build um, over his life and just having a good life, but feels the like weight of like now he can't do what he loves to do. And it's intense. Man, it is intense. I'm sorry. I could go into a lot more, but it's really sad, but it's really good because it's kind of, kind of like you look back at your own life. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, in it, you want to do something well and leave a legacy. And so anyway, I would recommend it, especially, I mean, I cried a lot. I cried a lot, man. It was, uh, it was intense. Anyway, yeah, there's a wow. <laughs> there's <behind> the <laughs> um, so what anyway, a recommendation. I mean, it was like very quiet in this room right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to go so serious. It's I just cried so, so much. <laughs> I can't tell you guys how much I cried. It wow. was that good though. So wow. Yeah. Weighty anyway. recommendation. <laughs> I really hope the yours is super happy. What's what are it's you? It's really obs- not. Oh man, here we go. Here we go. What is it, Lauren? Well, it's kind of weird. Um, so <laughs> Uh, my husband and I have been, uh, playing this video game, uh, called Forbidden City. Okay. Um, so it is like kind of, it's just story. So it's not like you're doing all this combat or anything like that. Um, but you basically short, you fall in a hole and (laughs) you're in 
You're in an underground cave that's back in time. And okay. it's in like a Roman city, right? Okay. That they're stuck in this cave and whatever system they have, like gods or whatever. Okay. They can't sin. And so it's supposed to be a utopian area. Huh. But if anyone sins, they all die. They get turned to gold. Okay. Good grief. So anyways, it's this time lapse is- that, that you know in 11 hours, once you arrive, someone's going to sin. And you're trying to figure out who it is. So you repeat the same 11 hours trying to figure it out. And so you have to like talk to people and figure it out so that all these people don't die. Anyways, it's very interesting. Very cool. That is intense. <laughs> it is intense. Man, I hope you came prepared for this <laughs> podcast today. Uh, but it's a really cool mystery and it's really well done. Wow. So that's awesome. Very fun. Some of those are some of my favorite games. Uh-huh. There's a story type games too. So um, yeah, I'm going to check that one out. That's yeah, good. We'll that's put really it fun. in the show notes. We'll also put a, a sad crying emoji next oh to my gosh. link <laughs> of the uh, the documentary Val. It's just called Val. If you want to cry, watch this. If you want to <laughs> cry a lot. If you want to come over to my house and watch it with me and we can cry together, let's do that too. In your media room. <laughs> it's a TV room. Just make it sound like a home theater or something. Anyway, uh, I enjoy it. It is a nice little room. It's my spot. It's like my man. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not helping my case out. Could you go on any more about your media room? <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Ooh. So we are talking about the five reasons that video podcasting is now your new best friend. Old friend, out. Video podcasting, that's your new friend. And you need to, uh, to understand why. So we're going to jump into that real quick. Yes. Help us out, Lauren. Kick us off here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first thing is making hostable content. It's a fun word. It Postable. is. Postable. <laughs> um, so this is content to really specify toward a platform, particularly um, with your video podcast to really expand um, your reach through individual platforms. You can't just do anything. So yeah. tell us why. Yeah. Well, why you can't just do anything? Because you're not allowed to. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Have ethics and morals. Um, but <laughs> what I'm talking about is the difference between what you would post on Facebook versus LinkedIn or yeah, Instagram absolutely. versus LinkedIn. Yeah. And when we talk about it a lot, I mean, being able to say, hey, when you show up to a platform, you expect some level of content, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook has found their niche as well right. as Instagram. They are no longer a photo sharing platform, as they have said. And then also uh, LinkedIn so you have to be able to actually put certain types of content that's mm-hmm. going to be engaging to that audience. Right. And so I say it all the time, but LinkedIn is is basically Instagram two years ago. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of judge what content you create with that. But if you have a video podcast, it's obviously gives you way more opportunity to chop that up, to make audiograms, to make video clips, to do carousels and stories. And I mean, reels, all the things with video. And that's the way the world is going. Right. And so be ahead of the curve by doing the video for specific platforms. Right. It's, it's very limiting if you only have audio. Yeah. Like yeah. what do you, the content that you can make is so limited um, and it's not what's actually on the trends of engaging content. And so you're really limiting your reach and also the options for you to be creative. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Point number two. Point number two <laughs> <laughs> is to make your podcast stand out. Man, here's the deal. We have put a lot of effort into making our podcast stand out. If you're watching on the video side of things, shout out to Ashley, who's done a great job of putting up uh, our talking points on our TV behind us. We want to make sure that if you're watching this, you can actually follow along with it, right? And so it is one of those things that making it stand out in a lot of ways, you can do that through video. Audio, you can do that as well. You can add, you know, extra little sound effects or transitions. I mean, NPR and most of their podcasts, they do a great job of storytelling 
through audio. And you can do that very well. But most of us, you know, normal people who are not NPR producers, uh, we want to be able to actually stand out from the crowd. And so video is a good way of doing that. Glad we're just normal people. We're just, you know, <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. Everybody in this room, you guys are above normal. I'm just going to say that. That's not right either. All right. So. Yes. So with video, on that, you can definitely <laughs> stand out. We were actually um, trying to find some really good examples of some video podcasts. And that was really hard to do um, just because a lot of people have not adopted this trend. And so if you can be an early adopter, you can really stand out. And so we would really encourage you to do video as well as, as the point we shared before, the options for you to repurpose the content are just unlimited once you go into video. But when you're just audio, you're extremely limited. Yeah. Yeah. What's really crazy is, so Joe Rogan is Mm -hmm. by far, I mean, now his hundred million, hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. They, it's kind of all coming together now because of him being a video podcast, they're able to actually launch this feature in Spotify. So if you click on it and you play it, it'll show up in the bottom and you can expand it and actually watch the video of his podcast. And so he has somewhat been a pioneer. I mean, there's a lot of people that are that have been recording their podcasts, but he was definitely one that stood out from the crowd. And he has a whole formula around why they do their video podcasts. So with this, I mean, like you said, it was hard to find actually good video podcasts because at some point, like even the list that we looked through, they had started with video or maybe adopted video, but then they stopped using video. So it's it's one of those things that, again, you can stand out by having just recording the video side of what you're doing on the audio side. Yes. Yeah. All right. Number three. Room to experiment. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Video allows you to be able to experiment. It is true. It is true. We have multiple angles. Like Jacob, switch back and forth between the angles. I don't know where he's at, but I know he's doing it. (laughs) Um, But it is interesting because, again, we've talked about the content piece of it. But also, uh, you can obviously add, especially with transition. So shout out to Abigail on our team. She's been doing some really cool things with our content and transitions and how to actually build out useful, valuable content using video as well as graphics. And so you can do a lot of stuff with video that will help you stand out from the crowd rather than just being a normal audio podcaster. That was wonderful. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like a, a little bit repetitive in the sense of like your options are endless. But again, with video, your ability to put like a face with your brand and your ability to have particular clips that you can now promote on different social channels, um, seeing that visual element is just so much more impactful than listening to a you know, an audiogram. And this might be a little controversial. I know some people are very attached to their audiograms, but it's a really dated form of social media. Calling you out. Um, and so some people really like them, but I'm just like, it's it's really not the way that trends are going. Um, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Um, once you see it for three seconds, that's it. That's all that's ever going to happen. Just a little yep. soundbar going and crazy. Yep. And um, I, especially for me, who's a visual person, I just click off of those like really fast. Yeah. Well, and something to talk about experimenting. One thing that we are doing is trying out actual video quotes, mm-hmm. what we dub them. Essentially being able to say, hey, here's a quote that comes in. You can still add audio on top of it, but it types it out. And Abigail's done a great job of either transitioning in the actual text itself or doing something different with that and then converting over to video or vice versa. Like, There's a lot of things that you can do with this to make it interesting, to drive traffic back to your website, to drive it to your blog, 
to drive it to the audio version of your podcast, whatever it is, you just have a lot more um, room to experiment and try different things and see what actually connects with your audience. And again, you want them to stop the scroll. If you're creating social media content, you want them to stop. They're like, whoa, what is this? Catch their attention in three seconds. That is the key, especially on an Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook. LinkedIn is a little bit different. You almost don't want to do anything super crazy up front because they'll scroll away. So they're looking for value immediately in that moment, especially in the business side. So there's a lot of things that you can do with it. But again, you can test it out. Right. Point number four. Oh, <laughs> Um, is video podcasting can really help expand your reach um, versus just an audio podcast. Um, kind of like the things that we've been saying before with social media channels, we can hit all of those. But, you know, you can't always find your favorite podcaster on, for instance, YouTube um, because they didn't record anything. And that just provides one more avenue that people can find your podcast. And it's also another way to engage it. Um, you know, you talk about how people can kind of take in information we have all different kind of learning styles and ways people like to do that. The more options you provide, the larger your audience goes. And it's not just saying only the people who are auditory learners can listen to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and one of my favorite podcasts, I talked about it before, but Smartless, it's one that me and my wife have started listening mm-hmm. to. It's it's a fun just show between Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. And they bring on a specific guest. And you don't know who the guest is until they bring him up on screen. And so when you're listening to this, it's very interesting because you're like, I want to see what's happening. And so for them, they have recorded some intros and some different things on YouTube. And they talk about Will Arnett's like, he has like this shed essentially that he's in and they joke about it, but it is kind of funny. It's like, I want to see what that looks like. Right. And so there's so many things that you can do, especially like right now, if you're listening on audio and I'm referencing, Hey, we've got the points behind us on our TV. That is a pull to be like, hey, come see where we're at on different platforms. Let's actually see what is happening while we're recording this podcast. And so for me, shows like that, it's very interesting to see behind the scenes, to see their expressions, to see what, you know, that things that you cannot translate in just audio. And so, again, being able to go to different platforms and get connected with somebody. So even even that, like I knew Jason Bateman before they did this podcast, right? And so you have an idea of who this person is. So when you're listening to them, it's, I, I don't know, have you ever, have you ever listened to something and not known who, like what they look like? Mm-hmm. And then you actually see them, you're like, oh my gosh. Yes. Very different than what I had expected, right? Very much so. Um, and so again, being able to get out ahead of that, especially if somebody is bouncing back before, back and forth between your video podcast and your audio podcast, it helps them relate with you and and puts in their mind's eye like, oh, this is what they look like while they're recording and just makes more of a connection. There's some psychology behind that. But anyway, making that connection through the video side is very, very important and can help you grow on different platforms as well. Wow. <laughs> and now Ooh. we're going to talk about the meaning of life. That is point number five. Thank you. And we're going to dive into this. Val, man, that got me all, all yeah. kinds of... Uh, well, it transitions really well into our next point, which is a video podcast really helps create your brand, which is what you were kind of starting to go into. I was. Yes. Yeah. Um, is that when you're able to have a visual element, um, you can kind of see more of the brand. You can feel more of it. I'm um, just like, for instance, it can be the way that you dress, the studio setup, our slides. You can see our colors. You can see like there's so many more elements that you can engage with and understand who these people are versus if you were just listening. Like you said, I don't know what these people look like. I don't know, you know, really anything about them. But when you start adding that video element, all of a sudden you have this other layer and there's more connection there, which a lot of times mean more, more trust and more listenership. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even with that piece, I mean, we talk about branding and I get joked on all the time about my hats. I've I've basically had my hat has been part of my branding. And so it is one of those things that whenever we started this business, I was like, I want to separate myself from the other basic people out there who are doing some of the same similar things. And so um, I kind of went with what I like and what I enjoy and, and try to talk through my personality. And so when that comes to our podcast, it's the same thing, right? We change up hats when we record different times. Um, I'll do different things um, just to separate our branding. And again, we have lights, we have, you know, there's, we're very big on like what our company colors are. Mm-hmm. We bring that into our podcast as well. Um, our company is Go Rogue. Our podcast is Rogue Creators, and they follow that same gradient uh, color structure. Mm-hmm. And so it is very important, especially when, I mean, this goes deep into business, but when somebody thinks of you, right, what do you want them to see? Do you want them to see a mix of colors? They land on your social media platform, and sometimes you're red, and sometimes you're pink, and sometimes you're blue, and sometimes you're green, and sometimes it's all over the place and there's no consistency. Like when you think of Nike, you think of something very specific, Mm -hmm. right? And when you think of Starbucks or Apple or something, yeah, you think of very specific things about their brand. And so doing this through video, Mm -hmm. you don't have to go as elaborate as we have gotten, but there are a lot of times podcasters like um, Wendy Covey, Mm -hmm. Wendy Covey, I'm so sorry, Wendy. Covey, I'm sorry, Wendy. (laughs) We've had her on our podcast, but she does a great job I'm doing her video and setting her stage of like where she is. And so like the shelf behind her, like uh, there's a whole, whole thing about making sure to like bring your personality out on your recordings. And, and so that has happened through the pandemic. People who are doing video through zoom calls and stuff have branded themselves by being able to say, Hey, this is what I'm, I enjoy. This is who I am as well as presenting, you know, what I represent in the business as well. And so there's, there's a lot of things that you can do around your brand, especially through video. And we just see it, becoming more and more and more important, especially, you know, Spotify kind of leading the way with that. It's my rant. <laughs> this has been my TED Talk. Thank you so much for attending. <laughs> Appreciate it. You can go to roguecreators.club to be able to check out more, all the links and all the sad faces in the uh, what are you obsessed with category. Are we wrapping up? We are. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's five reasons why video podcasting is your new best friend. Uh, I think it was good. Good job, uh, team, for putting this together. Again, if you guys want to see some of our work and some of the branding and stuff that we've done around our video podcast, make sure you guys go follow us on social media. You'll see some of those elements. You'll see the differences that we do when it comes to LinkedIn, when it comes to YouTube, when it comes to Facebook, when it comes to Instagram. There are different things that we do. So uh, anyway, make sure you guys go over there and check that out. Creators.club for all the information. Absolutely. And we will see you next week. Jacob, are you ready for rapid fire? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's do this. Question number one, who was your first celebrity crush? Go, Lauren. Okay, I don't know who my first one was. I'm so sorry. I really don't. Uh, but Hugh Jackman. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I feel the like consensus from the, the room. consensus says there's no reason why it's Hugh Jackman. I mean... So. <laughs> I'm okay with that one. Yeah. I wish he would have been mine. Uh, so, does everybody remember the movie Casper in the 90s? 
<laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, Christina Ricci. Did you continue with this one? Yeah. Okay. Christina Ricci. She was like my first, like, I think she was like my same age too. So it wasn't like a age different. But anyway, yeah. And then she was in Adam's family and like there were several, like she was I my... This person was. Really? Oh, man. I'm so old. Anyway, uh, yeah. She's, she's a little out there. You know who Christina Ricci is, right? Nope. Oh, my goodness. Can we throw her on the screen? Nope. Can't. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have to put this in a real Abigail and actually show who this person is. <laughs> anyway. You should put her next to Hugh Grant because he's my celebrity crush. Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get that one. Yeah. Okay, wait. You didn't actually say why. Like mine's she obvious. Was pretty. Oh, know. that was it. She was pretty. She was kind to Casper, the ghost, <laughs> the friendly ghost. <laughs> so okay. yours is more like a personality. So it was interesting because she has a great personality. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely Your represented. Your crush can be pretty. Well, she <laughs> is pretty, yeah. But like, oh my gosh, that's so vain. I think she was like the beginning that's of right. kind of the emo stage too, because I kind of went through an emo stage, obviously. And she was she was in that wore a lot of black, like very much. Uh, Anyway. And we're out. And we're out. Griffin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.